Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, everyone. Here's just a quick follow-up on my podcast with Dr. Trevor Cates. I'm going to not get too sciencey. I'll just sort of speak to some of my personal practices also would really encourage you to do some research on your own and find out and experiment what works well for you or your family. Because I I do believe with small tweaks here and there, we can support our health, you know, just in a real way. And I I sometimes feel like it gets over complicated because there's so much information out there and you're like, okay, but if I did these three herbs, but not those seven other herbs, would I still be getting a benefit? Maybe it's just about reframing it and going, hey, these best practices. And I'll give you an example. Like I do take supplements. I take a multi. I do take an herbal lozenge two and three times a day. And I'll take the basics like the quercetin, the magnesium, the zinc, um, and, of course, the vitamin D. I, I would never feel bad encouraging somebody to take a vitamin D. Most of us are deficient. I'm married to somebody who's in the sun all the time. And if you look at Laird's blood work, it's sort of always on the line. So we can't, we don't have to feel bad about that, um, especially as we're moving into the colder months. And it's not hard. Like maybe, you know, it's it's the tiniest little pill. And so having said that, it's sort of like some days you go, oh, I forgot or I missed it. That's okay. Just have them in an easy access place that you just can eat it at the right time. I do think these sort of daily practices will support our health. And talking to Dr. Cates, we did talk a lot about sort of herbs and things. And so I I do take, the brand is Rebalance. I do work with them. I want to be completely transparent. But the reason I work with them is because they have a beautiful combination of herbs that I like and believe in. And this is a way I can do it easily. And it's a lozenge. I take it in the morning. You can't chew it. I start to lose my patience, but you just let it melt. There's one at night. And it navigates a lot of things, cortisol levels and, and, um, there's herbs in there like ashwagandha and, and uh, ginseng and things like that to either help with your hormones or your cortisol levels, which is a big one, right? If our cortisol levels get out of whack, then that is one of the initiators of, of sort of our hormone stress getting us off kilter. So that's just a simple way, but I do implore you to do your own research and look at so many incredible things like Panax gin, ginseng and holy basil Rhodiola is a supplement I will take from time to time because of uh, stress and uh, even cognitive function and things that you have in your house, licorice and cinnamon, turmeric, and cordyceps. We know that you know mushroom cordyceps really does support our immune system. 
And I think it's about looking at it from that way, right? We're not trying to hit all these little bullseye. We're trying to take things that have a systemic effect that allow our body to function better. And um, the more we can do that, I believe with things like herbs or essential oils, I just think the downside is is zero. So that's how we practice it in our house. Um, and another one that you'll hear a lot of people talk about are inflammatory oils, you know, these hard seed oils. Um, so the ones that I avoid, and this means making usually salad dressing myself, unless, you know, you, you have like a primal kitchen, I don't work with them. But, you know, they've got, they use avocado oil. But even within that, there's a nuance. What kind of olive oil and avocado oil are we getting? And so trying to find that unfiltered, you know, real oil is always hard. It does cost more, but I think it's worth it. So the ones I avoid, and you can find this, um, who does a good job of this is Dr. Kate Shanahan. And um, I believe it's just Dr. Kate, C-A-T-E dot com. And she'll, she'll have like the Hateful Eight, which are, so vegetable oils, I avoid those. Uh, canola, corn, cottonseed, soy, sunflower, safflower, grapeseed, and rice bran. The other reason for this is these are highly processed. I like pumpkin seed oil, but you go, hey, that's a seed, pepito, pepito oil. But if you get the cold press, there's a lot of very uh, strong evidence showing health benefits. And walnut oil, uh, I also like. But the thing that I'm using all the time more for high heat is avocado oil. I like it for salad dressing, but I like the taste of olive oil better and um, coconut oil. So I might use that, for example, in desserts and things like that where the taste can be agreeable and um, maybe like a avocado mousse or things where you're looking to get that fat and olive oil and avocado oil may not taste as good as the coconut oil. Um, and, and so that's how I will use uh, coconut oil. The other thing we talked about, which I think is important, um, is essential oils. And just to give you an idea, uh, you know, again, the downside is zero. So I love, you know, I love this proposition where, hey, for example, frankincense, there's a lot of great benefits for frankincense, peppermint oil, maybe you're tired, you're sluggish, this can get you kind of energized and mood elevating. And all you do is put it on your temples or a little bit on your palms, and uh, you can even rub it on your feet, on the bottom of your feet, and it'll just kind of give you a, a pick-me-up. Another great secret that uh, I learned from Laird was if I do feel down or I get a hormonal headache, you know, once in a blue moon, I'll get a wicked headache, and it's usually uh, around my hormones, is I'll take lavender oil and put a lot of it on the bottom of my feet and on my temples and just kind of be quiet and lay down for a little bit and it will get rid of my headache. Um, and I've even experienced nausea with some of those headaches and it will um, help with that as well. So let's move over to, to other things that you know get our system out of whack. So we've got our inflammation from our oils. There are herbs and adaptogens we can take to support our immune system, essential oils. But we, we mentioned a little bit about the things that you, because it does cost more, is 
hey, what are the things I really should buy organic and what are the things I can kind of, it doesn't really matter. Like they're tested and they're showing that whatever, 80% or 75% of these things don't have any uh, pesticides, things like that. So let's start off with the things that we should buy organic. Just These are just an example. Um, and a lot of this is is really on online, um, but I'll, I'll just sort of consolidate it. Where we should spend a little extra if we're not, for example, getting to the farmer's market um, and we know, hey, these are organic, is green beans, potatoes, I know, blueberries, especially if they're from the United States, cucumbers, lettuce, strawberries, spinach, apples, celery, grapes, and peaches. Now, there's a lot more on the list, but you'll see the common theme, which is basically things that have kind of um, a soft skin on them. But what's funny is you'll you'll go to the ones that, for example, broccoli, you would think, oh, for sure I should buy that organic. And there's a lot of data sh- suggesting that um, for whatever reason, broccoli is pretty clean. So let's slide over to the things that um, we can kind of get away with not having organic, which is, and I don't know how many of you buy pineapples. I mean, <laughs> I don't think many of us do, but it's on the list. Pineapple, kiwis papayas, eggplant, broccoli, like I mentioned, cantaloupe, and uh, onions. Here, this one I love because they're already pretty expensive, especially if you live in the continental United States. Avocados don't need to be organic. And asparagus. So all you have to do is a little bit of homework and have your list and be like, hey, my family loves these foods. And if we're going to be eating them all the time, let's spend the money for organic especially if they're on the list, and then where can I save? And, you know, for example, I mentioned eating frozen berries and things. So I will buy those for smoothies, but I'll buy them organic. So don't be afraid to mess around with organic frozen, um, especially if it's on the list that you, that you want to. This podcast is brought to you by Ritual. I've personally been taking Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin since right when COVID hit. I was looking for something supportive and powerful. Someone suggested it to me and lo and behold, I got I did some research and what I love about them is, so women were kept out of research until 1993 by federal law and Ritual really knows how important women are. Obviously, if you're going to be selling them vitamins, they're essential. And they conducted a university-led human clinical trial for their essential for eight women 18 plus multivitamin to really assess its efficacy. So right there, I was intrigued and even more intrigued by the results. It increased vitamin D, which is what I was looking for, by levels up to 43% and omega-3 DHA, so important, levels by 41%. And that was just in 12 weeks. So they take the time and energy to figure out, hey, you know, does this work? And is it going to be good for these women? And not to mention that what they do is so smart. They, they kind of hone in on nine key nutrients and they put it in two delayed release capsules per day that optimize your body's absorption. So if you're going to spend the time and energy to really, you know, navigate taking supplements, everything is bioavailable. Your body can absorb it. It'll know what to do. And it's really gentle on your on your stomach. So you don't have to worry about like, oh, I have an empty stomach or after food or before food. 
They just take away all of those pressure points and make it as easy as possible and give you comfort in knowing also that Ritual's multivitamins are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, gluten and major allergen free. They're certified B Corp and all of their ingredients are made traceable. Don't get me started on the nice little finished touch of the minty kind of aftertaste that they put in it. I mean, they've really thought about everything. So if, you've, if you're interested, if you're in need, no more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. You will get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash Gabby. If you want to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today, that's Ritual, R-I-T-U-A-L, dot com slash Gabby to get 25% off your first month. I was asked about, um, you know, this, I talked about yogurt on my skin and because it's really because of the lactic acid. And so I use Coco Yo. It is a little more, it's by um, GT. He has the, the kombucha brand. I don't work with the company. I do love the company and I love him, but um, it's really for the lactic acid twice a week. I'll rub it all over my skin, maybe sit outside for a bit. And what it does is it just kind of takes off that top layer, that dead skin. And you will start to notice a difference in the softness of your skin. And I'm even noticing kind of an evenness in some of the, the, uh, the, the tone and the coloring of the skin. So yeah, I mean, it might be gross. Like you take yogurt and just kind of lather it all over, but I get one that doesn't, isn't really a flavor. It's the plain one, doesn't have a strong smell. And I am starting uh, to notice that. And I, I learn a lot of this. I go to somebody who gives me a facial. His name is John Two T-E-W. And what we talk about is, because again, people are asking me about my, you know, oh, okay, neck, avoiding double chin and, and things like that. So what I'm doing is um, we sit at our, our desks or our cars we're all day long. So when you just get up in the morning or you're walking around from point A to point B, and who cares if people think you look stupid, doesn't really matter, is take your hands and intertwine your fingers behind your back. So of course you can feel the rounding of your shoulders, your posture kind of rolling back. And just hold your arms straight down, sort of by, you know, kind of like your hands will be touching your butt, and just sort of get that nice stretch. So if you can notice and do this a few times a day, and if no one is around, I really get weird, and I stick my tongue straight out in front of me, not down, not up, and you'll see that underneath the chin will kind of be getting worked out. So I'm stretching and keeping my my jawline long by keeping my tongue long. You know, John always, you know, he's like, you don't want to have a short tongue. So it's getting everything out because we're so tucked in, right? We're looking down at our phones. We're looking at computer screens. We're hunched forward. So everything, our fascial line starts to collapse forward, which would mean like your forehead starts to fall and everything kind of closes in. So how do we get that sort of everything back and open? Now, another way and a more serious way to address uh, fascial stretching is a is a there's a type of stretching called Eldoa, E L D O A. I do not work with them, but I will practice Eldoa from time to time, and this kind of addresses this idea of opening the fascial line because our front line starts to shut down because we live in a way that that happens, 
and getting everything open, including, you know, the way it was explained to me is think of a bed sheet. If you pull one corner, the other corner moves, that it's all connected. So even our hands, if we're always gripping and shutting our hands and holding things forward, how do we open them? If we're in shoes all the time. So the Aldoa stretches will be, for example, you could lay on the floor, have your butt in the corner of a wall, have your legs up along the wall. But what they'll do is they'll say, okay, lay your arms behind you and flatten, open your hands. Same with your feet. Pull your toes down towards the floor. So stretching that whole bed sheet. So they have very nice passive stretches. If you're already going to a yoga class or something like that or doing Pilates, you might be addressing it. So I'm just giving you some ideas of things that you can go online and look at the stretches. And they're really easy to incorporate just a little bit every day. You'll start to notice, oh, I I look more open and and kind of... I don't want to say friendly, but there's something to be said for when everything's opened up and stretched out, um, how good it feels and how it can impact the way that you actually look. Um, And if you have to use vanity to motivate you to do these things that are good for your health, so be it. I'm not opposed to that. You know, I I will use that uh, from time to time to get me back on the horse, where if it's just the point of my health, I'm not seeing the value in that. That happens sometimes. You know, you lose your mind and and uh, someone will go, but you'll look more handsome or pretty. And you go, oh, okay, I'll do it. Never mind your health, right? I mean, you know, it, it's a, we only consider that when we're hurt or we're sick. So if you're feeling pretty good and you're looking pretty good, then, you know, if vanity will get you there, so be it. Um, and finally, I talked a lot about getting enough protein. I interviewed Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, and I've, and I've interviewed a few other people that it keeps coming up. And I do love it when people are in agreement about things, uh, especially people that I, I, I respect their work. And as a female, um, you know, Laird and I will, sometimes we try to be on the same page, imagine that. And if he's like sort of saying, hey, I'm going to fast, I'll be like, okay, well, I'm not going to sit there and eat in front of him, so I'll fast too. And not only was it so much harder for me, I was miserable and and I did I didn't feel good. So what I I started to learn through time, and it wasn't me trying to bend it towards my advantage, was that for women, especially active women, fasting uh, may not be as beneficial for us hormonally and other ways as it is for men. And um, and so. I started approaching it differently. It doesn't mean you shouldn't give digestion a break. It doesn't mean that snacking is wonderful for you. That's not what I'm suggesting. I'm saying I don't actually think snacking is great for us. I think it's really good to um, – now, listen, having said that, if you are crazy active, that's a different story. You're running – It's just, those are different numbers. We're talking about just kind of living um, where you're getting some exercise in and you're running – you know, you're getting work done and you're trying to get some rest. And maybe if you've got some kids, you're running them around. I'm talking about this kind of lifestyle. I'm not talking about the lifestyle of a professional athlete. That that requires, you know, different intake and different timing and, and things like that. So I, and maybe thankfully, I was glad that learning that an active female, not a female who's sedentary and trying to just deal with weight management, as they call it, 
we need to eat a gram of protein per our ideal body weight. So I have talked about this before. I'm about 182 pounds right now. I would prefer to be about 175. I am consuming that um, through, I supplement with branched chain amino acids because it is not about protein per se, only um, from food, even though food is ideal. Um, I am, I do supplement because it's hard for me to get it. I do eat high quality animal protein. This that I make sure I'm covering those gaps because that is supportive of my hormonal system and recovery. And what happens is typically we're seeing that women especially are not eating or getting enough of the branch chain amino acids, high quality ones. I personally take something uh, from a company called Metatropin. It is expensive, but I invest in that because... um, you know, I figure I don't drink alcohol or other things, so I'll spend the money on that stuff, if that makes sense. Um, and it's a priority. Uh, I, you know, I'm, I, I'm not a f- fancy girl. I don't buy tons of jewelry and things like that. So, you know, I'm a branch chain amino acid girl. Um, and I, I do think it's worth, worth it because if we can support our systems and allow to the best of our ability our immune systems to function at its highest level, then we will notice everything else is better. So our moods are better, our overall health better, the appearance of our skin is better, um, our productivity is better. So I look at that as investment into all of these things that I say are important to me. Um, And, you know, men and women are different, and especially you're talking about women at different phases. If you have a younger woman, if you have a woman who's during her pregnancy years, um, by the way, I would look into if you are, you know, ever have a hard time with your cycle, um, there are Elisa Vitti, I really enjoy, Dr. Sims. These are people that can talk about appropriate supplementation if you are thinking about um, maybe having a baby, if you're nursing, um, and also just an overview of things that can alleviate us um, during the times of our cycle. Because it, you know, at week two and week three and things like that, we're, we're all different. So I really enjoy them as a resource for that type of information. So long story short, I have kind of cut back. I don't really fast. I'm not a snacker throughout the day. Occasionally I'll have a bar, but it's really paying attention to getting healthy fats, enough protein, and of course, enough fiber. And if we go back to our glucose show, if we are consuming fiber, we eat that first, then we eat our protein second, and then have that carbohydrate last. And it seems to be more impactful on our glucose levels. And I I really appreciate, you know, Dr. Kate's approach, which is, you know, she's smart. She's using skin to get people to change the way that they're eating and drinking. If I could also remind you that the oils can be tougher in our system even than sugar because it's that chronic inflammation. Um, and, And I know we all know But one of the ways besides exercise and sauna and some other things is if you could just go stand on the earth for 10 or 15 minutes barefoot um, or sit on the ground and just have your feet and hands on the ground, this will offload some of the inflammation. I mean, we're built for this and we don't do it. We're in our shoes. We're on cement. And um, again, these are little things we can do that aren't about more work to support our systems. And that's what this whole thing is about. What are all the things we can do 
so that our systems can thrive and do their job. And I talk about this a lot. We, we're not going to, you know, fight air and, you know, not having structured perfect water. So what are the things we can do that at least give us more strength to, to deal with these outside toxins and things that we're navigating? So I'd love to hear your secrets. I'm sure I know there's someone listening, many of you listening, that you're like, oh, and let me tell you about these oils and these herbs. So I want to hear all about it. Um, one last thing, how we store our vegetables. Um, if you go to the farmer's market, and let's say you've got a like a leaf that's on its way out already, take it off when you store, store like, for example, lettuce. And they say, too, if you can just put it in a closed container, maybe with a paper towel or a clean sort of dish towel, it will preserve it longer. So just be mindful of when you get uh, your fruits and veggies, if there's a couple bad pieces, take it out because when you store it, it will last longer. Um, so I just wanted to remind you of that. I appreciate, as always, you guys spending time with me and... Uh, giving me your ear. Okay, aloha. That wraps it up for today. Make sure to follow us on Spotify for free episodes and subscribe to The Gabby Ree Show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow me at Gabby Reese on Instagram and Twitter. Aloha. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.